empty your mind. Be formless. Gotta bring it back to local. Like water. Now you put water into a cup. It becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Yeah, don't come to me when my claims are in a proof. Or talk about them days when it rained this in a roof. Let me be that this my body's but I never rake your Fucking you hold it down, I'd rather fight you with inform. Nowadays I perform, doing a boys round the crowd. Last year by one day roll my freeze down the room class. Last year by one day pick it a earphone little bars. Big seat, that's if kinda cast kiss of a line. Yeah, hey, who's got bamba face thing, book with a dust? My Jesus in a plan, my deals are in a family. My choose this thing I buy go, only this in a time. It's painful tell a mirror, gonna tell you. But now my awards are the same drawing down. Last year, but one day, Miss Nahum did him town. Side of the people, but it's him dead. It is him dead. After another night, I would then start to wonder. Moon, we people dreaming of a struggle. Same drawing gun. But now you feel it. What up? Is is this a place? Is this the place to play vaults? I play them anywhere, Dan. A bang is a bang. Which which song is that? Oh. Same drone again. Just dropped a day ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his new stuff, right? I haven't even listened to it yet, but I, yeah. I, you know what? I never anticipated that. You know when it was when it was vaults versus holy ten. You know what I mean? Well, if you listen, he addresses that in the song. But yeah, yeah. I just mean I never anticipated. Like in the early days, I felt like holy ten had the streets, and vaults was the pretender. And I never anticipated that right now I'm feeling vaults more. <laughs> I mean, that's outside, you know, outside social, socio political issues. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Volts, man. He's he's been on a tear, man. Mm-hmm. Like everything he's dropping is gold. King Midas, right now. I see you, Volts. We should get him on the show, damn. We should get him on the show. I see you. Absolutely, we should. There's so many people we should get on the show. Crims, but anyway, note we should get Volts on the show. What happened to that other interview we're supposed to do? Ah, Crims, he's dropping the ball. He's dropping the ball on like you know maybe Abanero. You know, we are, we are the 10th biggest podcast in Nigeria right now. Uh, only on Apple and only in the comedy genre. Anyway. Dan, a win's a win. Okay. A win's a win. <laughs> a win's a win. <laughs> All right, listen, let's let's start the show. Our, our listeners in Nigeria and Ghana, uh, Phil, shouldn't, shouldn't think that this is a, a podcast about waffling. We don't just spend a lot of time talking about nothing on this podcast. We get straight to it, though. So, um, I have to ask. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Yahoo boys and girls, are y'all good to go? Sound of the them. Let me hear a drum play. Here we know, here we know, here we know.
Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. This is Two Broke Twimbos. My name is Danny That Guy, aka Danos the Mad Titan, aka Denford Wigmaraini, aka Denim Be My Life Your Entertainment, aka I'm done with these streets. Give me a post in the new cabinet. Any ministry doesn't really matter. AKA Akuna Moon went done move. Ah, odds. Odds, man. What do you want to lie? <laughs> I'm here to gank listeners. I'm here to gank downloads. If you weren't born into a top podcast, I'm sorry for you, odds. Because over here, we are doing numbs. It's your boy, Phil Chatter. Yeah, I'm here for tissues and daisies. <laughs> it's your boy, Phil Chatter, gave the floors the big boss, baby. Can't beat A.K.A. Philon Musk A.K.A. DJ Mkaradi And Shamori Ditengere Wodringi The Minister of Podcasting Is Fiza Welcome back to another episode (laughs) Core business, Philip, let's focus There's too many distractions in this teapot Country of ours Um, Let's start off by um, Talking about uh, some positive things All right. Before we talk about anything else, Zimbabweans doing it big. We want to give a big shout out to uh, Kim Jade. Like we've mentioned a lot of times on this podcast. It's almost like our producer doesn't check historically. I don't know. No, actually, to be fair, we haven't spoken about it in a while. So, it's, I mean, it's good to be able to... If you're mentioned a lot on this podcast, it means you're doing big things. Shout out to Kim Jade, a.k.a. Kimbali Robinson. Multi-talented, creative, and award-winning TV host currently based in South Africa, but originally from Zimbabwe. And someone who I would be... I would call a personal friend. Mm, a close personal friend, even. Close and personal. I don't know if I'd go that far. But anyway, congratulations to her because she has been listed in Drum Magazine's 50, top 50 inspiring women in South Africa. Hey, hey. Mm. You see, there we are. You see, that's the problem. You're Zimbabwean. You go to South Africa, then you start just drawing attention to yourself. You see what I'm saying? Drawing attention to you. You know, they're going to get upset, you know. Doing your thing, Kim J. Congratulations. Um Let's also take some time to uh, congratulate. Um, we've spoken about him before. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most influential people in the world when it comes to AI. The conversations about artificial intelligence, uh, of course, somewhat a misnomer, but uh, we know what we're talking about. He's actually Zimbabwean. His name is James Manika, uh, named as Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People in Artificial Intelligence. It's a Time 100 AI list. So many lists, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's kind of funny. But yeah, congratulations to, to Mr. James Manika. Um, he, he is a, a huge name. I don't know, Phil, I know, I know you listen to This Week in Tech, which is mm-hmm. a huge podcast. I don't know if you listened to an episode, I'd say maybe, maybe four weeks ago, where Leo Laporte is talking about uh, James Manika. <laughs> you know what I've, i forgot to talk about it on the podcast when, when when they spoke about him but yeah he's he's a huge name in the world of technology and ai uh, currently he's the google he's google's senior vice president of research technology and society mm-hmm. uh, i believe he's been added to a couple of other boards as well so uh shout out to mr james Manika on your on your uh, recognition putting the flag of zimbabwe high so yeah Okay, um, for last week in our The Mistaken Productivity episode, we spoke about a few things. Um, I don't know if there's anything you want to address or uh, anything we want to 
uh, have some feedback on. Uh, I think it's important to note that uh, the USA are not world champions of basketball. No, no. Germany are. The Germans! Led by a black man named Dennis Schroeder. Hilarious to see. I saw, <laughs> I, saw a video, I saw a video of Dennis Schroeder coming back home to Germany, having just won the, the championship. And, you know, apparently there were a bunch of people there to welcome him. So he was signing autographs and they were all celebrating. And then someone said, imagine if someone took this video like 50, and took it like 50 years back in the past or 60 years in the past. Mm-hmm. I was like, Fish. What would Adolf think? What would Adolf think? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so so yeah, there's 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 that. Um look, I mean, I don't think there's much else from last week. We can we can really go into what we were talking about this week, Phil. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let's do mine. We can get into the meat and potatoes. And I and I would like to apologize to our listeners in advance. Um I I I know we seem to say this every week, but here this week I'm I'm snowed under. I've never done this before. But today I went into the bathroom just to sit down and clear my head. <laughs> I'm not laughing at your predicament. I'm laughing that this is your first time doing it. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> you know, you know, Here's the sad wh- thing, why, why do you I think work I in an office you? by myself. Why do you think I started? Dude, Dad, I work at home. I work at home. Why, 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 why do I need, I need to go? Dude, I, just, I turned off everything. I had to lie on the floor and I just meditated for a minute. I was like, you know, okay. Right, let's do it, let's I took it. I literally just, just I don't know why. I just I need to. I have to. I just went, just sat in the in the cubicle and just sat, just sat for a bit, just to just to chill out, just to. I f- my head felt hot. Anyway, the point is, I've had a lot to do, and I still have a lot to do. And after this podcast, I am still going to have a lot to do. So I did say to Phil, Phil, please, can we can we gaga? Any other podcast would have canceled today. But we owe it to you, listeners. So please bear with me. I know it'll be a slightly shorter than usual episode, and and that's my fault. Um, no, Dan, I think this week. is an incentive for for okay. for patrons. They need to pay more. If patrons supported us more, we 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 wouldn't have to do this. We would just survive on patronages. No, Phil, don't put it on the patrons. The patrons are already supporting us. The non-patrons are the mm. ones who need to take us seriously. Was mm. Mukti mm. Dan, we have no anyway. listeners. You can't use one. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, to our Nigerian and Ghanaian listeners, what I just said is, you are getting used to us. I'm sure that clears things up <laughs> and you now fully understand uh, what we were talking about. All right, look, <clears throat> there's a couple of things to talk about. Uh, as your tech on Bansman, we won't spend too much time on this, but uh, this week we had the official release of the iPhone 15 mm. and the iPhone, iPhone 15 Pro. Uh, were you impressed, Philip? Impressed is a strong word. Um, I'm happy we finally have USB-C. I had been holding off for it because I was expecting USB-C to come. I can finally now get the thing with USB-C. But I still can't get rid of lightning because I still have a trackpad. I don't need to be charged with lightning. I still have AirPods and headphones that don't need to be charged with lightning. So it's it's a step in the right direction, but still Apple just, gosh. But yeah. So, I mean, also, you know, generally before these things happen, a lot of people have expectations and sometimes there's leaks, but there's people, a lot of people expect this is what we expect to be in the next iPhone. So I think a lot of people were expecting the the USB-C. I think a lot of people were also expecting fast charging because that's like on every phone now except the iPhone. But no, 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 no fast charging. So that's a little bit sad. 
And look, we had a debate in the in the Patreon group where uh, people were discussing how how can Apple be saying this is innovation? You know, this new this new feature and that new feature has already existed on Android. And I and I had to say, I had to say, yes, that's true. But wouldn't you prefer it that way? Like, if you were Apple, wouldn't you love to get all the credit for what other people already did? And I mean, I'm not going to get into, I know, uh, Android does it first, but Apple does it better. Because all of that is ultimately just subjective. Honestly, I can completely understand if you love the Apple ecosystem and you're plugged in and you get a new Apple phone. Absolutely, you love it. You know what I mean? And you look at other people who have Android. Uh, on the other hand, if you like customize, customizability, you know, cutting edge, blah, blah, all of that, you know, there's so many, and there's so many options. Ultimately, whatever your preferences is your preference. But it's the big deal that the iPhone 15, which is, I would argue, the most influential mobile phone, obviously, um, came out. And I think it's, there's something to be said by the fact that there was almost zero changes. Slightly better camera, you know, slightly better battery. It's brighter than the last phone. Then they spent five minutes of their presentation discussing the benefits of titanium, like we're in O-level chemistry. <laughs> and that's where I knew, ah. <laughs> when, when, they, when they started doing atomic atomic <laughs> composition of titanium, I was like, okay, guys, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. You see, what happens is we have two metallic bonds, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a loose but electron. <laughs> To be fair, Phil, that's going to be every phone. That's that's been Samsung the last couple of phone iterations. That's been everything. no, but but at least what Samsung is doing. There's the traditional slab, which is the S line. Yeah, but then they've got the fold. The folds are completely new. They're still iterating. They're still developing. They're still growing, and that's exciting. I'm with you. I'm with you. But realistically, Philip, let's be real. Five years from now, is the fold going to be a thing? I think so. I think there definitely is a market for the flip phone. There are people, in the same way, there are people who are upset about the iPhone mini. I think obviously because it's a numbers game, the reason why they stopped making it is the cost to production versus profit margin ratio wasn't high enough. So they're like, no, let's get rid of it. Let's just let's just force people to, to use the base level iPhone. But there are people that don't miss it. And there are other people who will now miss their phone who will switch to Samsung. Because Samsung manages to get different parts of the same. Like if there's very specific things you want from your phone, you can get them from Android. If you just want a phone that's going to work 99% of the time, okay, 99 is an over 90% of the time, you go for iPhone. The reason why, for, for well, like one of the main reasons why I ended up switching to iPhones, well, there's two, is I got a MacBook. The integration between a MacBook and an iPhone was really good. I already had an iPad, but more importantly was the camera. Because in my line of work, I need to take photos and videos. I can't always be be carrying my DSLR. The phone was taking incredible photos, especially the video on iPhone is mad. It's 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 beautiful. So I was like, it's worth it because I'm paying the same amount of money I'd pay for a phone that I would pay for a DSLR and a lens. So it the cost already paid for itself. It justified itself. That's why I use it. And the advancements that they made this year with the camera. Already it justifies the upgrade because I'm like, wait, I can do three different focal lengths. I can adjust the bokeh on, on, on portrait shots. I've got all the enhancements plus the video recording plus the stabilization plus the night mode. Makes sense to me. Good optical zoom and all of that. Yeah. Look, the other thing I was going to say, okay, <laughs> I'm somewhat bearing the lead here. So I watched, I watched the event live 
it's been, I don't know. I, I've, I normally wouldn't because I would normally wait until someone distills the, the event for me afterwards. But now it's basically a, a movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and also, does, anyone, is it me or does Tim Cook sound like Mr. Garrison? Welcome to Apple. So, we're going to talk about a new one, girl. Apple. I can't, I don't know if a, a journalist has done it to date, but if someone can find out what the production value is for each Apple event, I would love to know. Because, but I missed most of it. I didn't. I didn't see that that video where they were discussing uh, at the meeting with Mother Nature. I missed that. That's, that's what I wanted. To, that's what I wanted to, to raise up. <laughs> Not because <laughs> it was so corny, but I think that was kind of the plan. Like it was. It was. It was so corny. So so cringe. So uh, if you'd ever watched the video, I, it's like a bit long. It's like five minutes long. But if you get a chance to watch it, just to see the levels of cringe. So long story short, Apple have organized a meeting with Mother Nature by Octavia, Octavia Spencer. Did you say that again? So Apple has organized a meeting with Mother Nature. So all Apple and its executives and blah, blah, blah are sitting at the boardroom and they are waiting eagerly so for Mother Nature just, to show just, up. Just to clear, is Mother Nature a Zimbabwean woman who just happens to be named Mother Nature? <laughs> It may as well have been. So Octavia Spencer shows up in a very like, you know, it's very, you know, flowers and storm and whatever. It's, it was kind of cool. But anyway, so then she's basically, she, the implication is she's just come from a ton of other companies who are also promising all kinds of changes for environmental. Nah, nah, nah. Okay, what are you going to lie about Apple? And it was, it was very clear shots to like Amazon. Anyway, so uh, she's now... She sits at the table and these guys start describing, oh no, we've now moved towards carbon neutrals. Like, let me guess, uh, in like 30 years. And they're like, no, this is our first product. <gasps> and then she's like shocked, you know? And and it's basically, and they start telling about what we've been doing and we're now carbon neutral and da 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 And the mother nature's like, okay, oh damn, all right, okay. And then it was so cringy, but I guess, I think that was the intention. And I I don't know, I guess, I guess they, it landed, whatever they were trying to do. But sure. <laughs> And uh, they got uh, Octavia Spencer to play Mother Nature, and I, I mean, you know, it was it was cool, I guess, but so cringy. Oh, you know when you're watching and just like, oh, you know, like secondhand embarrassment the whole time. That's what I was feeling. But kudos to Apple, I guess. <laughs> so cringy. But yeah, so that's uh, the story of the launch of the iPhone 15. Yo, okay. There's two what else did wild we, stories. So are, are we discussing the, the, the Apple phone? I think we need to do that. You know, let's, let's really drill down into Apple's new product lineup. No, uh, we're, move, we're moving on. Oh, okay. We are, we are your ombudsman. We're not, uh, we didn't get free invites or free samples. So No, you know. but that's because we, we haven't been, we haven't been digging deep. Then. For us to become the ombudsman, we have to give them some, some airtime. No, no, speak it into existence, Phil. Mm. We will be. We will be. We'll, what was kind of cool is like in his introduction to the Apple Watch. To no, in his introduction, they were talking about the success of the the previous uh, launch of the MacBooks, and then they quoted MKBHD, and I thought like, yo, that's you know that's a pretty big deal. Like the official Apple launch puts up a quote from MKBHD. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's like I know it's just marketing and all of that, but I, I felt. I don't know. You kind of felt pride, you know, a little bit of pride that, you know, it's the mm. dude who YouTube, he's a YouTuber, you know, it's not like a, a mm. major news organization or something. I don't mm. know. Oh, pretty cool. So anyway, one day as a, the ombudsman, babes, right. Wait, Phil, mm-hmm. Phil, 
I've just had an idea. Hit me. Okay. New tech review podcast. Mhm. 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 The the tech ombudsman. Mm, okay. Okay. So what do you ombud? Look, we're not going to reveal that on here. Don't worry. You guys, watch out. Watch out for what's coming. Anyway, moving on from Apple, I want to talk about there's a couple of wild stories. So, let me start with the one that I hope we'll spend less time on. I don't know if you've been following the incredibly wild story of um Danny Masterson, Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis. Um let me give you a very brief overview and then I have some reactions. So, uh several years ago, I believe it was 2017, Danny Masterson, who was a character on I mean he played a character on that 70s show that's probably the thing he's most famous for he's also been in other movies and tv shows uh he's also a very prominent member of scientology mm-hmm. he was accused of rape multiple counts uh and it went into investigation eventually went to court earlier this year he was found guilty mm-hmm. of two counts of rape and just last rape, I think last uh, week the week before last no no this also emphasize forced rape because there are different types of rape but this was violent assault yeah yeah not not uh, not ah uh, you know she didn't really give consent and not to say that that's fine or whatever but this was like violent sort of with a gun and drugging someone and yeah like it was it, the details are bad i don't even want to get into them but yeah so anyway um couple of, two weeks ago his sentence was passed which was he was given 30 years in jail. Which is a pretty a strong sentence compared to what we've seen recently uh in in you know in these things. So of course, uh, I think most reasonable people are like yeah, good butter, bury him under the jail, etc, etc. But then it just so happened that remember last time when we spoke about letters of support that were sent in for Tory Lanes? Mhm. Well, it turns out that during this court case, some letters of support were sent in to Danny to the judge in preparation for the sentencing. So Keep this in mind. He's already been found guilty. It's now consideration of sentencing. So, letters of support were sent in to try and convince the judge that be lenient with your sentencing. Two people who sent in those letters were Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Now, if you used to watch uh, sitcoms back in the day, you'll remember on that 70s show, that was the the comedy, uh, the sitcom that launched these people's careers. Mila Kunis was a young teenager when she came on that show. 14 um, We're about to get into that. that <laughs> yeah. Ashton Kutcher that that also launched his career and Danny Masterson to a certain extent. And, that was a very and, and Topher Grace. Let's not forget Topher Grace. Topher Grace, I also mentioned him as well. They were all and um, uh, what's his name? Vil Vil Villa. Vil Vladarama. Villa Vladarama. A famous for your mama. Your mama fan. So it launched a lot of careers. So though his co co stars on that show basically sent in letters of support to the judge. These now became public. And these letters of support basically said, "No, he's a good man. Please be lenient in your sentencing. Uh, you know, he was actually a little bit of a mentor to me because when I first joined Hollywood, the reason I didn't get into drugs and stuff was because of Danny Masterson, which side note, how insensitive is that? He's literally been convicted of drugging women and raping them. And you're like, "No, he's an advocate of don't use drugs. He's a good man." Anyway, once these letters became public, this story which would probably have been a news item, Danny Masterson got arrested, good butter finished. 
now became an internet phenomenon. It was like the number one trending thing all over the internet for like a full week. Because people started talking about Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. First of all, the fact that they wrote letters was messed up, right? So people started putting out like, yo, let's not forget Ashton Kutcher did this. And people are like, wait, Ashton Kutcher did what? There is a wild story from 2001 where Ashton Kutcher was about to go on a date with a young actress. He arrived at her house, knocked on her door, allegedly. She didn't answer, so he went home. The next day, she was found murdered. So he says when he saw the news story that she was found murdered, he panicked and called the police and said, Yo, you guys might find my fingerprints on the door because I tried to open it when I got there, but it was locked, so I went home. So I'm just giving you all a heads up so that you don't think it was me. So the reason this was really wild is because one of the women who um, who accused Danny Masterson of rape, who's um, who she didn't get a guilty verdict for hers because apparently there was some issue with evidence, whatever, you know how these things go. She posted on her on her uh, page because she was she was Danny Masterson's girlfriend at the time. She just posted on her Instagram. Ashton Kutcher, as for you, who's busy saying, hey, I support uh, this guy, what, what, what. Don't forget I was there on this date. Blah, 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 2001. That's all she said. People were like, what happened on that day? So people start Googling. Oh, snap. And then this story comes out. So obviously we don't know exactly what happened. One of two things, actually, let me put it this way, or, or something in between this range. On the one hand, which is the most extreme and I think the least likely, Ashton Kutcher went in and killed this person. On the other end of the spectrum, Ashton Kutcher went, actually saw um, someone was murdered, but didn't want to uh, impugn himself or anything like that. So, you know, he kept it quiet and phoned Danny like, what should I do? And he was like, no, don't say anything. The police will discuss, you know, which is also pretty bad, but it's just wild. Then people started digging up his old interviews. It turns out that when Mila Kunis first joined the cast, of that 70s show. She was 14. Ashton Kutcher was 21. Danny Masterson was in his late 20s. And if you don't remember that show, Mila Kunis's character was the very promiscuous, um, in fact, in her own words, actually, I don't even want to say it. But yeah, she says she, she was, was a how, she, but in, 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 in not as uh, colloquial. She was the how of the show. On the show. So that's already weird because in, in the, in the, obviously in the script of the show, basically she slept with everyone except Topher Grace. Um, but apparently she tells a funny, here she is. Remember, she's now maybe 15. She's talking about their first season and she tells uh, an air quotes funny story where she's like, Danny Masterson apparently bet Ashton Kutcher that, you know, in, in the, in the scene, they're supposed to kiss. Mm. But they're, they're not supposed to use time. I don't know if you said like Ashton Kutcher was 19 at the time. Just to also highlight that. Oh, 19, sorry. Um, basically bet him that he, would use, he wouldn't use tongue or something like that. It was just, it was like all so weird. Like, wait, she was 14, then 15 in this show? And you know what I mean? There they were having all these intimate scenes. Um, and then, you know, like clips of Ashton Kutcher on on. Punked came out where he was 
talking about how he was waiting for Hillary Duff to turn 18. It was just, it was just a wild period on the internet. It was one of those situations where, man, you should just not have written those letters. <laughs> then, of course, a, a big spotlight was also pointed in the direction of Scientology, which is a whole other conversation. Speaking of, did they ever yeah, find? Did they, have they ever found that wife? No, no, she's she, she hasn't been found. No, oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm guessing she's still chilling at home. She must be fine. Where's Shelley? Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you think there's? Do you think there's like bots that go around to scan podcasts and then whenever it's Probably. where's Shelley is like. All hell Zenu. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so that was a very brief rundown of a very wild week of revelations and stories and so on about Ashen Kutch and Mila Kunis. Oh, and uh, I forgot, after all this mess was happening, Ashen Kutch and Mila Kunis put out a video where <laughs> they basically addressed the situation. Oh, I think Honestly, we, we, should, we should also forget that what was also wild about this is Mila Kunis recently starred in a movie about rape victims and Ashton Kutcher runs a charity to support victims of abuse. Yeah. Actually victims of sex trafficking. So it's, (laughs) I don't know if these guys have a PR person or it's just a a lack of, lack of self-awareness. Once again, if you guys need PR services, is this this a good, is this in poor taste? Like should, should we plug our services now? Should we wait? I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe not for you, not for this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, uh, there, maybe not. There's there, there's no PR. Yeah, not for this. Like, I, I need to know who is running the PR. So, the, like, the PR for, for like celebs of this nature, you're probably a, surely you've got top, you know what I'm saying? You're like probably top PR agent. You're probably like maybe 50,000 a month retainer. So, you, you're getting here's paid the thing 500 a year, half a million a year to do to, 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 to this. These are also accomplished actors. They have been in blockbuster movies. They are viewed as A-list actors. How did they look so bad? How even we want it to be known that we support victims of all kinds. Like, surely you can act. You act even if you don't mean. Again, I don't mean giving advice to (laughs) bad people, but. But but Yo, as you give advice to bad people, <laughs> I mean, come on, you're actors, act. But I don't I, I don't know, Jan. Did you see Ashton Kutcher in the Steve Jobs movie? I mean, come on. <laughs> Maybe he only does comedy. So anyway, that's that's an overview of the story. Um, I think this is a good reminder. Also, by the way. I feel like I remember having a crush on Mila Kunis. Ugh. Once Maybe she doesn't time. bother it. I mean, now I know this, but I mean like, I don't know, like 10 years ago or something. I feel like... I didn't bother back then like either, Dan. Yeah, well, I didn't know that at the time. But I feel like I thought she was one of the hot... You know what I mean? I feel like I remember that. And I'm, I'm watching now, I'm like, uh... Really? Anyway, that's a whole other story for another day. Um... I think there's a couple of lessons we can learn from this whole story. Number one, um, Hollywood is clearly a cesspit. Oh yeah, sorry. One final thing, which I meant to, I wanted to mention the story. Back then, the story is that on the set of that 70s show, Danny Masterson was almost like the leader of the clique. And he obviously brought everyone into um, 
into Scientology and apparently he was a little bit of a bully and whatever. A person who refused to hang out with him and apparently the report was that he didn't play well with others was Topher Grace. He had a little bit of a a bad light painted about him ever since then that he doesn't play well with others. He's difficult to work with. Nah, 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 nah. Turns out that he seems to be, at least so far, the only somewhat moral person in this whole story. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So anyway, my, my, I was going to say there's a couple of lessons we can learn from this. One, number one, Hollywood is clearly a cesspit. Who even knows what the heck is going on like behind the scenes and so on? There's, let me not talk about it now, but but there's a story of Chris Rock that has also just resurfaced. Wait, what? Yeah, I, I we'll, just, we'll have just to, we'll have to Chris Rock. No, we, we're gonna have to touch on it. What? Okay. So the story is based on there's a guy who was known as a fixer in Hollywood. Um, he was an extremely, extremely unsavory character, you know. Anthony Pelicano. I just googled Hollywood fixer. He's got a whole, he's got a whole rap sheet about him. So apparently, his story was: if you and and he offered this service to celebrities, if you find yourself in a very terrible situation, call Anthony Pelicano. He'll 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 uh, sort it out for you. And this this would range from anything from bad publicity to like yo literal crime. So what he would do is he would bribe people, he would uh, intimidate people, threaten people, he would, you know, make sure that, you know, he would do all these kind of things. He he had his old situation, he got arrested and, and blah, blah, blah. But apparently one of his clients was Chris Rock from back in the day. And it was because of sexual assault allegation. Why does this man look like the, the, the PI from Breaking Bad? I, I think that's who that was based on. <laughs> I get the feeling. Anyway, so yeah, so I don't know. Somehow, this all this discussion of Hollywood and fixers and trying to cover up things and whatever just dredged up all these stories from the past. So yeah, so long story short, there was uh, a girl who Chris Rock met up with at the time, who uh, she alleged Chris Rock of sexually assaulting him. Uh, Chris Rock denied those allegations, uh, and apparently, a, a, a voice recording of his call to Pelicano came out, and it looks it sounds so bad. Sounds so bad. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, apparently this this fixer was sent to go and intimidate her and make sure this doesn't come out and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Allegedly. I don't know the full stories. I just saw a TikTok breakdown that was reposted on Twitter. Oh, so that's where you're getting your news from? That's where apparently 50, 60% of people are getting their news from now, Phil. Mm. TikTok. Uh, I see. Uh, actually, anyway, I, see, I mean, it, once it I saw in, that, there was a there's a documentary called Sin Eater about Anthony Pelicano yep. that was on FX. Yep, 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 yep. That's the one. Anyway, so coming back to this uh, to this story of uh, Anthony uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, Hollywood is a mess. Secondly, you can't idolize any of these people. Who knows what is going on? I mean, I thought Ashton Kutcher was somewhat a good guy. You know what I mean? That's the vibe he gave me. Jeez Louise. I, and uh, I think that, I don't, I don't know. There's also one thing to be cognizant of, Dan. It's like, these are not stupid people. I, I would at least hope. Ashton Kutcher does not strike me as a stupid person. He's made some very sound investments. They might be like, they might not be. 
But also, let me put you in a scenario where, especially in a situation like this, where you know someone, you may not have known that they were rapists, but you, you know their character, you, you know what they're capable of. If they've now been found guilty and the evidence is insurmountable, uh, keeping in mind that when these allegations were surfaced, um, Danny Masterson and Aston Kutcher were actually working on a show again on, on Netflix. What is it called again? <clears throat> the Barn or something. Or some, I think it was The Barn. Yeah, was, some, out, was some, some outdoor award. It was, it was like Yellowstone, but for uh, Valley Boys. Um, so there is a likelihood that he genuinely wanted to stick up, stick up for his friend, despite all odds. You know, like, you know, you're my boy. I got you right or die. You know what I mean? I don't care what the allegations. Free my man. Chowdy, chowdy. And there's a discussion we'll come to later. Because like, keep in mind, like, Vibes Cartel just won an award. People forget Vibes Cartel is in jail for murder and for cutting someone's body into pieces. But there are still people who are ardent supporters. And that's still something that confuses me and I don't understand to this day. So he might be your friend. He might It might be free daddy no matter what. However, there could also be another angle to this where Danny might have so much leverage on you. You are almost beholden to whatever he says because it's like, Blas, if you don't do this for me, I'm going to say this. I'm going to release this. Or remember that time I did this for you? And that's even... Sometimes it's not even said. It's just implied. You know what I mean? Okay. So if we're going to talk about this, then let me, let me, let me really open this up. Okay. So... I don't know. Okay, let's just say, as Phil, you and I are friends. Okay, I've known you for many years. If you, if you were accused of something, literally went to court, and there's a a, a big like something heinous, murder, let's say, mm-hmm. and then your lawyer reaches out to me and says, "Hey, you've known Phil for two decades. Could you write a character?" Uh, you know, like a character reference for him. I know it would definitely help the judge since you've really known him. Even though you were accused of murder, I I don't know if I might. I might. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on how, I probably would, to be honest. I probably like, listen, the thing is, I've known Phil for 20 years. But the this way you started this is that really important. Yes. And that's the thing. That I don't know that part. And I think, obviously it's true that not everyone knows every part of someone. So it's possible that someone you know could have been the best person to you for a long time, but they are really a bad person. That is possible. But if I'm asked just to write about what I know, I can tell you I've known him like this. This is how he operates. This is how he works. Da, 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 da. I, I could potentially write that. I don't know if I would write. I, would, I don't think I would ever write he's not capable. He could never do it because anyone is capable of everything. But I would be truthful in what I write. So I, I guess I'm not as mad at the character witness writing or the character reference although the things that they wrote do leave a sour taste in my mouth um but my judgment is more based on all the stories about them that came out afterwards but uh, based on what you were talking about you know um you know the the what do you what do you, what do you call those e e something scanners in scientology <laughs> Introduced by Ron Hubbard. Yeah, those meters, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, e-meter, e-meter scanner things. (sighs) The prevailing theory is when you join, for you to be at one or to have these alien 
demons removed from you or whatever the case is, you have to go in front of an e-meter which basically records your confessions of every single thing that you've ever done. So, once that happens, maybe your intention is, I need to confess, I need to get this out of me. But, you know, the road to riches and diamond rings, people do the ugliest things. So, uh, chances are they got a lot of stuff on record on a lot of people. So, kind of like what you said, sometimes if something is demanded, you can't really refuse. That's just a theory. I don't, I don't know exactly what's happening. But yeah. Anyway, it's just a mess over there in Hollywood. Clearly. Uh, Kathy Griffin came out and she was, uh, she was commenting on this. And she says, just because someone was nice or good to you in your relationship doesn't mean they're a good person. She says she had a brother who was a pedophile. And you know what she did? She cut him off. Like, it gets it gets tough, man. Because when you're now drawing lines on family, friends, it's tough, man. The this the 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 solution. Don't put all of that in the limelight. I don't know. I I don't claim to know the solutions. You know what? Sometimes it's easy to virtue signal. Like sometimes it's very easy to be very righteous. The correct thing to do is this. And it might be true that that's the correct thing to do, but you're telling me your family member or your close friend for decades, they've been accused of something. Maybe they even did it. And the instant response is dropped. It should be the response, but we're humans. That's not always going to be the response. So, I mean, I don't want to sit here and pretend like, yeah, no, Definitely, you know, if, if they're accused of something bad, then uh, dead to me. I would, that should be. I wish I, I, I would hope that I have that strength of character to do that. But I don't know if it's that simple. Um, anyway, that's the story of Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, and uh, I'm curious to see how things will go. I actually wonder if this, uh, this whole situation is going to cause big problems for Scientology. I don't think so. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Damn. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to discuss it, but there's, there's, a, there's a TV show about Scientology. And she's been dropping bombs for quite some time and she's dropped big bombs. In <laughs> it's not about dropping bombs. It's about, it's literally in court and documents are being opened. Like, hey, in the world, of, in the age of social media, man. Hey, sh- Anyway, <clears throat> let's move on, Philip. We said this is going to be a short episode. Mm. Um, there's a story. Uh, there's a story here from Nigeria that you wanted to talk about about uh, Mobad's death. Yeah, um, Mobad was a rapper, Nigerian rapper, who was was found dead. Um, the details of his death are still a little unclear. We don't want to um, speculate too much, but he had been. Dealing with a lot, he had been being threatened. Um, just a few weeks ago, he had gone to the police and filed a police report about um, individuals that were threatening him. Um, in fact, let me just bring it up here. So, 
he he had gone to the police and he said uh, petition of threat to life malicious damage of properties valued in the sum of five million naira assault occasioning harm oppression and conduct likely to cause breach of peace against Sam Larry Elegushi Elele Obele and others <clears throat> one of those being morbid. I of the one of the above named address, a law abiding citizen and a musician, bring your notice to the assault and threat to my life by the above mentioned persons on the twenty fifth of June um twenty twenty three while having a video shoot with another artist named Zlatanebile, the above mentioned persons numbering about fifteen, led by Samurai Elegushi, invaded the premises with dangerous arms such as guns, cutlasses, ETC while shooting a video, and scattered the whole process, damaged the equipment I was using for the shoot valued about 5 million naira and started threatening my life with the process. They became violent and assaulted me, which I sustained injuries, but narrowly escaped. Attached to the petition is the said pictures. Total amount I paid for the shooting they have destroyed is 8 million naira, which is non-refundable. So this okay, was... Philip, just summarize. I'm, I'm, I'm summarizing. Yeah, I was just reading it, but essentially, 25th of June, um, man was assaulted. Um, he had, his wife had also come out and said that he had been dealing with, with, with issues with regards to stress, anxiety, and feeling like he was under attack. The cause of death is still yet unknown and, and unconfirmed, but it is looking uh, pretty weary. I had asked our producers just to double check to see if they had released a cause of death. I'm assuming that they hadn't as yet, but it is really sad to hear the story, man. This is this heartbreaking stuff. So what, what what's the implication? Like you're skirting around it, and maybe you don't want to speak about it without... I, I don't want to speak about it without confirmation, but I think we, we, we can add... We, we can put two and two together. Okay. All right. Cool. Mm. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Well, that's quite sad. I, I saw a video of um, of uh, Burner Boy on Instagram Live, and that's how he discovered uh, Mobad had died. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. Well, there's a couple of things we want to go ga 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 on. Um, yeah, did you watch the VMAs? Season. I did not watch the VMAs. Um, I have not watched the VMAs in a very long time. They still make music. Um, that's the MTV Video Music Awards. Uh, let's see. Maybe let's take a quick look. I did see some some pictures of some people dressed. No, Dan, no, no, no. Don't look up. Don't look up. Let's play a little game. Let's play a fun game. Don't look up the results. Don't look up the results. Have you looked okay, at them? I'm Have you looked at them? I'm not. I haven't. I haven't looked. Okay. All right. Who do you think won the video of Vanguard Award? Well, I Shakira. You so you saw that? I you saw the No, no, no. I we spoke about it last week, Phil, <laughs> when I said they've announced a couple of things like Shakira's. Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah but yeah. okay, artist of the year. Who are the nominees? Ah, Dad, no. I'm giving you blind, so it's fun. Taylor Swift. Damn it, you're right. Okay, song, ah. of, song of the year. Just give me the artist. Song of the year. Uh, Drake? Taylor Swift. Here's a good one. Here's a good one that you, you're going to be on top of. Best new artist. Best new artist. Okay, all right, all right. That's going to be Sexy Red. Ice Spice. Sexy Red was not nominated. Damn. 
Okay. My second Here's one. a good one. We've got best collaboration. Here, I'm going to give you the nominees so I can just see. There's David Guetta and BB Rexa, Post Malone and Doja Cat, Diddy, Bryson Tiller, Ashanti, Young Miami, Carol G and Shakira, Metro Booming with The Weeknd, 21 Savage and Diddy, and Rima and Selena Gomez. Best collaboration. Who took that award? Rima and Selena Gomez. Wrong. Carol G and Shakira. You need to understand. Shakira is, is, is on a Damn. roll. Okay. Best pop. Taylor Swift. Okay. Got that one. All right, Daniel, hip hop head. So I know you're going to get this. Best hip hop. The nominees. Diddy, Bryson Tiller, Shanti Young, Miami. Forgot to move on. DJ Khaled, Drake, and Beverly for staying alive. Glorilla and Cardi B for tomorrow too. Lil Uzi Vert for Eyes on Body Yeah. Eyes ah. on ah. Lil Wayne, Swiss Beats, and DMX for Can't Nobody. Metro Booming and Future for Superhero. And Nicki Minaj for Super Freak. Super Freak. I've already forgotten all the things you've said. Okay. I'm going to choose Nicki Minaj. You are quite correct, even though that was not a hip hop ah. song. <laughs> all right. Best RB. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get. Just guess. Who do you think won best RB? Best RB. Uh, Chris Brown. Wrong. It was Scissor. All right. Oh, okay. Actually, it should have been yeah. Scissor is a little bit over. Yeah, I should have guessed that. All right. Let's 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 go to the big. Let's go to the big ones. Let's go to the big ones. Yeah, we're gonna go album of the year, Dan. Just give me the artist. Renaissance. Beyonce. Wrong. Tay Tay. Okay, right. it's cleaning up, huh? All right, here we go. Here we go. This is, this is a big one. This is a lot of nominees, so a lot of options. But you're in radio, so you've got your finger on the pulse. You know. I know you meticulously look over these reports weekly to see what the numbers are saying. Song of the Summer. Who do you think won it? Mm, calm down, oh. Calm down, oh. You're wrong again. It was a Jung Cook featuring Lotto for seven. Uh... Isn't that song just a like a ripoff of of Craig David? You know what, I I don't think I've heard this song before. Let me play it. I'm playing it now. This is this is a live reaction of me f- discovering this this song. Let's let's see. If Isn't it a ripoff of Craig David's Seven Days? I see what you mean. I see what you mean. You know, Dan, like you know, almost a decade ago, I had a friend Hazel. Shout out to her. She introduced me to K-pop. This is when it was still very niche, and she was such a mm-hmm. massive fan. Like she's on top of all. She was on top of all these dudes way back then. And I was just like, I couldn't get into K-pop. K-pop, K-pop sounds like it was made in the lab. Mm-hmm. Like, and it still sounds like it was made in the lab. I, I can't get it. And, and it looks like as well with the K-pop group and everything. It's it, it just sounds too like robotic. But you know, the weird thing is, so like two weeks ago, um, so I took a bunch of my nieces and nephews. Um, some of them, I think you know, and I went to jump. You know, the annoying thing is like, I pick up the other kids. I pick up, um, you know, Catalina and Coco. I pick them up and they're like, oh yeah, we're there yesterday. We're there all the time. I thought I was taking you guys. I mean, so why didn't you tell me? So I take you somewhere different. like, no, we're going to go back. So anyway, we go there and I'm like, all right, cool. I got all the kids in the car. Here's the orcs. Let let me hear what you kids are listening to. These children were ringing off K-pop song after K-pop. Dan, doing full choreography. And keep in mind, these are children that are between four and six. And they're doing full dance routines. Glowing all this. So I think maybe that's what it's for. Like like K-pop is like the real pop for the kids. But yeah, that 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 was a, a blatant ripoff. 
Anyway, back to the list, and let's not get distracted here. Uh, best music video direction. I think let's 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 go there. Let's go. This is the last one. Uh, I feel I couldn't even throw a stone in the direction of the answer. It was Tay Tay for Antihero. I don't even know what that video looks like. Yeah, I've never seen that in my life. All right, so my wife thinks my wife thinks I'm a fan of Taylor Swift because I insisted on. I think she has a 10 minute song. And I insisted on playing it in a road trip, but I was just really doing that to torture them. <laughs> I don't even know what song it was. It's I just know it was a song that Taylor released that was 10 minutes long. I was like, oh, since we're all taking turns, I'm gonna play my song. I'm never beating the allegations. <laughs> we have spent so long talking about Taylor Swift here on this on this podcast. <laughs> anyway, um, other awards shows, um, the uh, 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 USA. Awards have put out their nominations. It's the IAEOU AEA USA, which stands for African Entertainment Awards USA, and uh, nominated among the nominees, rather, are Zimbabwe's own Gemma Griffiths, Janet Manyoa, Jap Razor, and Winky D. Sharups. Nice, Tinashe nice, nice, was nice, at nice, the, nice. the VMAs, them, by the way. Stop, for. Stop. I saw. I did saw. You see the, I think she you see kanga wrong figure I did. I did. Mm-hmm. Normally, normally, madam, where's that after I've you know I've cooked this, this, dinner this, or something? <laughs> um, see, I want to. I want to go back to the Kiki Palmer mm. situation. So, Phil, <laughs> for real, for real. For I was really, really, babes. I'm off to the VMA Awards. I'll see you when I get up, get back. Okay, bye. No, I mean, I'm the, I don't police my, my, I, what you're gonna wear. You make your own decisions. I don't tell you what you're allowed to or what not, or what you're not allowed to. But in a healthy relationship, we both communicate our feelings. And if I feel uncomfortable, I'll say, babes, that does make me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You can't be wearing a mosquito net and say I'm great. At least we know she's not getting malaria. At least that's covered, you know. <laughs> but yeah, you got to. But but that's the thing. Like I said, that a it maybe there's no one at home. But b if What's if that? he's into it, mm-hmm. I, if you like it, I love it, my guy. But if you're not, then obviously the conversation needs to be had. But certainly, I. Of And of I, course, I, I, I would think as 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 accomplished as Chinasha's father is, because keep in mind this man grew up in a village in Harare. After after leaving the small village of Harare <laughs> to find success in America and raise this this daughter of his, this is what Jaufega. Ah, uh, I'm sure the Zimbabwean man in him jumped out when he saw that. Like ah, manangu, I know, I've I've done my best. I've given you every opportunity, but I want And again, I recognize that standards are different for celebrities. They live a different life. Attention is currency. You know what I mean? It's different. I'm just talking about me in my current situation. So, guys, let's be serious. <laughs> let's be serious. Aye, aye, aye. Anyway, um, actually, okay, no, we'll discuss it later. Okay. Um, I saw this story about Drake. I don't really like what. Well, it's all a story. Don't jump on stage unannounced. Yeah. What if he's. If you're wondering what the story is, Drake was at on tour, a fan rushed the stage, Drake, you know, 
pushed him back, complained about security. Yeah, don't don't jump on stage. That's just lame. Um, oh, this story has been very interesting. So, uh, Jimmy Fallon has been trending. Is it really on social media? It's. Uh, I'll tell you why it's a little bit interesting. Just to for Phil, we can't sit here and and accuse uh, Lizzo when it happens to her, but when it happens to Jimmy Fallon, we're quiet. I will, but of course, were the bananas involved? But what? Were the bananas involved in Jimmy Fallon's case? Uh, we don't know yet. We're waiting for all the stories to come out. Who knows? <laughs> Long story short, Jimmy Fallon apparently is a terrible person who created a toxic work environment and is very rough with everyone around him and treats people badly and looks down on people and has also got an alcoholism problem. Those are the words that are going around. And I was like, oh, you would never guess because, you know, on his show, he's very laughy and I can't watch his show. It's the only late night shows that I enjoy are Colbert and um, it doesn't really count as a late night show, but uh, John Oliver. I can't watch, I can't watch the Jimmy's even what's his name? Corden. Ah, sure. mm. It's just, they all seem so fake. The other Jimmy, what's it? Jimmy There's Fallon, James Corden, Jimmy. Neutron. No. Buffett. Phil, man. I, Philip, man. The other late night Jimmy show. Jimmy Johnson. It's on the tip of my tongue. Jimalo. No. Uh, Kimmel. Jim Bori. Yeah? Kimmel. Mm. Kimmel is okay. He's fine. Kimmel's okay. I can't, I can't watch Jimmy Fallon. I can't watch James Corden. Uh, Stephen Colbert is good. Anyway, so yeah. So that's the story there. Um, I thought it was a little bit interesting because, again, it was someone who in the media portrays to be the nicest guy, so sweet and so kind and thoughtful and considerate. Meanwhile, the stories are that he's a terrible person. I don't know if, maybe he's not. Eh? Maybe it's just disgruntled employees. But so far, it doesn't look good, is what I'm saying. Because in his case, at least some people came out and said, no, he's a nice guy. Unlike our other friend there who no one mm. said anything. No, Beyonce. Anyway, Beyonce let's see how he. Beyonce gave him a shout out. No, um, Lizzo. Well, in that case, he's all right by me. Oh, okay. Why do you keep right. saying Lizzo is a he? He said something. No, I was to, I was talking about Jimmy Fallon. So I didn't realize you were talking about Lizzo. Okay. That's why I said he. Okay, back outside. Hey, we just got the announcements for Shoko Festival and for the next Fiesta Fiesta. Let me start with Shoko Festival. 13th edition of Shoko Festival happening this year and it's happening uh, on the 28th of September in an, in a period of time that is dense with events. Dense with events. <laughs> Uh, headlining the Shoko Festival will be Bling 4, Gemma Griffiths, Nati O, and Jordan Muzi coming through from Botswana. And Shout out to his management doing big things. Gabi Sovili uh, coming through from South Africa is a poet. Who, so if, you, if you're not sure what Shoko Festival is about, uh, it comes, you know, it's, it's in the name. Shoko, spoken word. Uh, it, it mainly used to be about poetry and spoken word and rap music, but has slowly evolved to include music. In general, um, pretty dope festival, but maybe not necessarily mainstream, but I've always enjoyed it. Uh, unfortunately, I won't be around to attend this year. I would have loved to, but uh, I look forward to hearing the reviews of how it goes. Um, so yeah, I take it you'll be there, Philip? I, I will indeed. I will be there in my capacity as a manager for my <laughs> And I know Taz, Taz would have loved it. She would have loved this, like this, you know, like very artsy. It's not like commercial and mainstream. It's like artsy and it's, 
Oh, this, I mean? this is where you're going to be in Cape Town? Yeah, we'll be in Cape Town. Are, are you doing... What, which coins are you doing? Oh, I, I mean, doing, we'll doing be Boy? somewhere in the world. Hmm? Are you doing, are you doing uh, Delicious? Are you doing Burner Boy? I am not. Wow. Okay. Um, we have a very, very packed schedule of family activities. Oh, okay. Speaking of, um, how was the thing? Did you meet Joao last weekend? So, let me... Let me Oh, okay. Let's talk about it. Okay, very quickly, I just want to talk about another upcoming uh, um, show. That's uh, Fiesta Fiesta are bringing Casper in your vest and Nasty C. Mm. Not, different, wrong wording, but yeah. I mean, they're doing a tour. It's similar to the Irish star thing. They had a date open. They they filled the date. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm. I mean, they're paying. It's part of, the, it's part of their uh, African Throne World Tour. Not necessarily because so, now, now now you're shareholders, so it works. It works differently. Obviously, I, I don't want to divulge all the business. No, nor do I know okay, all no, the business. Phil, you you re, you really can't be hopping on on uh, on semantics of bringing. I am indeed. Okay, it's fine. They paid them and they are coming, and so they are bringing. Shout out to Chucky. <laughs> should we phone him? What, what would Chucky say? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? Let's actually phone him. Let's mm. phone him. Let's phone him. Mr. Aisha. Damn, I can't hear anything. But you guys had forgotten about me. No, wait, 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 Chucky, <laughs> Chucky. Don't 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 talk. I'm calling you, I'm calling you on the on the podcast. Oh, okay. You're live on Two Broke Twimbos before you reveal before you reveal our side deals. Okay. <laughs> hey, we, we, we were literally we we're literally just talking about upcoming events, and then we mentioned uh, um, Fiesta Fiesta and and Casper uh, and Nasty Caesar. Like, ah, let's call him. Let's call him. So, all right. Tell us about the show, man. Um. Well, preparations on the way. Uh, um. We. We, we actually kicked off the official launch in terms of advertising yesterday. So if you look at, um, if you look at social media right now, it should be just Casper, Nasty C, Casper, Nasty C. The radio, we might start uh, uh, tomorrow or probably uh, tomorrow's Friday, probably next week. We might probably start next week, but in terms of preparations, we are on the we are like uh, almost at ninety percent. Yeah, we're about ninety percent. We still look sorry. Obviously, a very dope show. You, you know what I love about the show? Vaults JT is going to be there. We were just talking about Vaults, also performing Denim Woods. Here's a question, Chucky. Yeah. This show is on the same night as Ira Star. Uh huh. How are we? How are we balancing here? Are we fighting? Are we? I'm what's not. Going? I'm not. I'm not fighting nobody, man. It's uh, those who want hip hop will get hip hop. Those who want Afro pop will go for Afro pop. I don't. Anyway, I mean, mm, also, Ira Star yeah. is 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 Kumahosi Zuku anyway, Saka. Mm. Not uh, really. You know, I mean, anything can happen on the day, but um, we um, sadly we couldn't choose the date. We were given the date. Mm. If we had options, we wouldn't have chosen the same date as her show. 
But the thing is that this is a tour, and then they give you a date, and then yep. you just be like, okay, fine, let me take it. So if it wasn't, and we were the only ones who were great, who actually took this show in Zimbabwe. Most promoters let it uh, let it slide, but we took it. So we just took a bullet, and we're like, you know, let it, let it. Um, we're trying to uplift hip hop in Zimbabwe anyway, so we're gonna use this as a as an entry point. So after this, we might see more hip hop artists coming through to Fiesta. Not saying that we're done with I'm a piano, but I mean it's a genre that also needs to be reckoned with, which is hip hop. Nope. Mm. Hi man, all the yeah. best with the plans. You and I will will talk more about it, but uh, yeah, we just wanted to just mention that it's coming up as well. Cool, cool. Thanks, Jackie. I'll call you tomorrow. Mm. Sorry, right, Jackie. Cool. Can you believe Jackie made me pay for tickets for the last right. Fiesta? Jackie, how can you make Phil pay for tickets? He's gonna pay for these ones also. But Phil, Phil, you were supposed to get back to me on this other embarkment that we we spoke about. And you just went quiet. I went. I'll hit you up. I'll hit you up. Ah, dude, this these past two weeks have been hectic. I'll I'll hit you up tomorrow. But it's nah, still no in the problem. works. It's still in the works. I don't know. It's still in the works. It's just it's just time and resources, but it's still in the works. Nah, cool, no problem. Nice one, my guy. Shout out to you. Shout nice. out to Fiesta. You guys are doing big things out there, man. We're trying. We're trying. We haven't started yet. Well, I think by the end of the by December, when, if we pull off what we want to do in December, then we can start saying that I will start it now. <laughs> I dope. <laughs> All right, man. Nice one. Later, man. I think that's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see um, Ira Star versus Casper Nuvest and, and Nasty C on the night. <laughs> Although they are obviously very different, like, so, they, like you mentioned, Ira Star is performing at the Sunshine Cup, which is branded very much as like almost like a polo event, whereas, you know, Fiesta Fiesta is very much for the youth, them, the young, the, 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 the kids on the streets. Anyway, it's all happening on the same date. That's the 14th of October. Uh, the Casper, um, Nuvest, and Nasty C are going to be at Alex Sports Club. Mm. Tickets are $15, by the way, one five, which I'm like. And VVIP yo. are 100. I was like, yo, that's it's cheaper than I thought it would be. I mean, <laughs> nice. Mm. Shout outs, shout outs to Chucky and shout outs to Fiesta Fiesta. Anyway, so uh, this past weekend, I attended Zimstock. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Zimstock, Zimstock is a festival that is organized. I think it's by Hellenic, or at least it's at Hellenic School. Uh, it's very much a bring your, you know, children bringing their family or, you know, coming with their families to a festival. And this time around, they had, a, uh, you know, a big artist. They had Mikasa performing. Um, first of all, I want to say, organized really well, as you've come to expect. Um, everything was on time. Uh, people were supposed to perform at the times they were supposed to perform, performed at the times they were supposed to perform. The sound was great. The setup was great. Um, drinks were very expensive, mm. but you know, all good. They, let me try, let me try and remember the two main performances were Tammy Moyo and Mikasa. Tammy's performance was great. Now you'll have to forgive me somewhat because we we lost a phone round about Tammy's performance and then found it 
round about towards the end of Picasso's performance. So what? Had it been stolen or had it been dropped? What happened? It had it had been left somewhere and someone had picked it up and eventually we got that's how you know you're at a good that's how you know you're at a fancy (laughs) event when you can just drop phones and they're still there (laughs) (laughs) anyway so there was a little bit of panic going on in the in the group that i was with for a while uh so you know i wasn't able to to lock eyes with Zhao from right in the front you know what i'm saying Mm. and by the time that i went to do that it was too late i think he saw me and pointed me out in the crowd i think maybe i don't know but it was a dope setup dope performance very cool very nice uh, my only complaint is, you know, <laughs> uptown crowds are less fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my only complaint. But otherwise, it was I, I think it was pretty dope. I think it went really well. I can't honestly, I can't complain much. Oh yeah, and the other thing, my other complaint is. You know this ticket system that they've introduced, right? Where you buy tickets, then you can use those tickets to buy food and drinks. Mm-hmm. I get, I understand the logistics behind it. And honestly, probably if I had to organize a concert, I might consider using the same system. But it's so annoying, man. It's so, it's so annoying because you, you buy tickets in, in groups of 10. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's just frustrating. Why can't I just pay money for what I want? But anyway, that's that's other small frustration. It's a minor frustration overall. Great event. Shout out to uh, Zimstock. Shout out to Hidden Culture and Jason Larue and crew. Speaking of which, I have to call him mm-hmm. at some point. But yeah, outside was great. It was a success, and most importantly, we did not lose a phone. Yeah, nice, 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 nice. And it was Philip. It was done at. Imagine a concert done at ten. Finished. Done. That. Concert. Mm. No. It's like, hey, shit. Some there. I mix it. That sounds dope, man. It sounds dope. It was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. All right. There's some new music and all of that, but we did say that we're doing a short episode, and I appreciate your patience with us. Um, there's a couple of songs. Maybe we can end it with this Calvin Mangena and Takura song. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Takura's also dropping tomorrow. Dopeness. I know, I know I'm going to enjoy it. It's been a long time since I've not enjoyed a Takura song. Every song is a banger. So, yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please, we appreciate your support. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in to Two Broke Trimbles as you do. Shout out to you if you're listening to us from outside of Zimbabwe or, or the UK or America. Mm. Shout out to all our international listeners. Shout out, shout out to London. Shout out to New Zealand. Shout out to Australia. Shout out to Rua. We appreciate you all. <laughs> Shout out to Germany, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Um, yeah. So uh, please do support us, twobrooktumbles.com forward slash donate, where you can subscribe uh, to be a Patreon member. We will add you to the WhatsApp group and you can join our uh, discussions. Great discussions go on in there. What were we talking about this week, Phil? Let me, let me, let me do a quick we're scan. We're talking about Apple media. events. We're talking Just about the MTV VMA winners. We're talking about um, Ice Spice and the Tenshi yes. Some ice spice conversations going on in there. We were making fun of um, people's posters. <laughs> oh, we talked a little bit yeah, about the VMAs. Yeah, we had some good conversations in here. And then we're talking, obviously, a great discussion about our new ministers. Um, you know, just to read. <laughs> Which we will not have on a podcast. No, we will not. That's why you got to pay for the Patreon subscription. 
But yeah, I mean, some interesting names uh, announced uh, the cabinet. I'm looking forward. It's going to be five years of progress. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very confident. This is actually a fun group. Yeah. You know, shout out to you guys. Shout out, shout to, you out guys. to the patrons. And I personally, Dan, considering you're such an expert on technology and AI, I think this is a great opportunity to find some common ground with uh, your new superior. <laughs> Look, perhaps we can be consultants. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please, twobrooktimbles.com forward slash donate. For just $5 a month, you too can be a Patreon subscriber. Uh, the group is just an added benefit. We're not saying you're paying for the group. The $5 subscription is just a way for you to support the podcast and keep it going. It allows us to pay our producer. It allows us to pay for the various subscriptions we need to pay for to make sure that we can deliver this podcast to you. Um, I'm, I'm waiting. Hopefully soon, if the subscriptions increase, maybe it will also allow us to buy one or two nice things for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So our lives are in your hands. Ladies and gentlemen, twobrooktimbles.com forward slash donate. You can also do a one-off donation. You don't have to just do a subscription. If there's something you heard in this podcast that made you laugh or that you really enjoyed, please view that as a prompt. Like, you know what? I'm throwing a Kayang 20 at the at the boys. The boys. So thank you very much. We very much appreciate it. Uh, yeah, and apart from that, uh, I guess we'll catch you on the socials. Danny, that guy, Phil Chard, Two Broke Twimbles, and uh, yeah, anything else from the no, I think that's it. Uh, shout out to you guys. We really love and appreciate you. We're going to be doing a few events very soon. Uh, so we'll, we'll keep you guys posted. Also, uh, we're going to end with Calvin Mangena and Takura with a new song, Amalanga. Come through, producer say. Don't uh, forget. And uh, we out. Okay. Oh, I'm going to go to the hospital. I'm going to Sweet to put to stand my summit.